Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show. I'm your host, Janine Bolin, and this is the show that if you have a tendency to hear things or see things, you have extraordinary experiences yourself. You're able to see people who have already crossed over, who've already passed or died, or you're just plain old-fashioned, as we like to say, empathic. Like you're able to feel the energy of a room. Many, many people have been in situations or families where it was very important for them to be able to walk into a room and feel the energy and see if they were entering a safe space or not. It, for folks like you, this is the show that we present to you. And I am very fortunate that as we enter into this brand new year, yay, 2020 was a very long decade. We are so happy to be moving into 2021. And my guest today is Brenda Hardwick, who happens to be she has many skill sets, but the three that I'd like to emphasize is she's not only a practitioner of angel Reiki, but she also has her own skill sets at being able to be a medium for guides, angelics, and otherwise. She also is an author and has written a book, Allowing the Magic, Allowing the Miracles Blueprint for Ascension. Thank you so much for being with us today, Brenda. Well, thank you for having me, Janine. I appreciate you. Okay, so we're moving into... 2021 and many people are more than happy to leave 2020 in the dust as we move into this new as we move into this new year uh, what are some things that you can give us recommendations since you're very prophetic in your ability to help people with their own personal blueprints so what's some just good old-fashioned general advice that you would like to give for those of us who are entering the new year So one of the things that I noticed through 2020 and is that many people were uh, awakened. In other words, they learned that they're not crazy. They're not seeing things. They're not hearing things. It's really there and that they're not making it up when they want to tell people things. Our angels were very, very active last year in protection and in getting us out of that year you call a decade. It certainly was. Um, For this year, I think the best advice I can give is be kind to yourself because this is a do-over, okay? Our angels are all with us. They are all monitoring us. They're watching us and they're waiting for you to ask for their help because this is going to be, this this whole year is going to be like shaking the dust off and crawling out of the hole that we had to crawl into for protection and for ourselves and for others around us. And, um, Shedding the fear that was generated on every front we faced. We don't have to be afraid. We've made it. We got through this. We are still here. 
I was always say, you know, tomorrow's not promised, but if you wake up, that means you got a whole new day. I totally agree. Yes. <laughs> Be kind to yourself. Listen when you hear things, when you see things, they're letting you know you need to pay attention. Stop. Look. If you don't get it, that's okay. Ask them when you're in a safe space, because a lot of times that happens when you're crossing a street in traffic. (laughs) Ask them, well, what was I supposed to see? What was I supposed to get out of that? And they will give you your messages. Well, I think that's a brilliant way to start kicking off into 2021 is just acknowledging what you've been through. Because each of us have walked a very different journey because of our lives, because of the way we had to sequester in our own ways. And then some of us had to be on the front lines. It just depended upon what was going on in your own personal life. So one of the things I really wanted to tap into, because you are such a uh, fountain of wisdom, and I've seen you work with many, many shamans and healers. And one of the things I'd really like to talk to you about is, helping people learn how to rest because we're in America. The United States is a society that, you know, uh, it's all about time. Like we're very time conscious, very time oriented. And sometimes we forget to give ourselves the gift gift of time, especially if for those that are listening to this recording, um, especially for those who are used to being healers, they're the ones that are used to being on the front lines and they are caregivers. They are giving of themselves to everyone else. And that may be a community, not necessarily just an elderly parent or young children. So being able to help ourselves rest, I would love your advice for all the different areas that you can think of where people are not learning or giving themselves an opportunity to rest. Okay. So I know that a lot of people feel guilty because there were so many things they couldn't, didn't, shouldn't hate that word (laughs) do last year because we couldn't go places. We couldn't be with people. We couldn't see people. Um, We couldn't be in the large groups that we're used to being in Um, many of us didn't get the opportunity to go to the gatherings that we normally go to. Those are the places that as healers and as um, people who have awakened, those are the places we get fed. Those are the places that our energy gets filled back up. Our cup gets refilled. We haven't really been able to do that. And while zoom and Google chats and all of that stuff was a good alternative it still doesn't fill the gap that was left empty by not being able to give hugs and not being able to be just in the presence of people. We are very community-oriented beings without that ability to be with other beings. We withdraw and then Now that the sun has come out and (laughs) we can walk back on the road again, we can head back to Oz. Um, We're nervous because it's been a long time since we've been around people. And, you know, we've been taught to fear so much. So take your time, begin small, Um, meet for coffee, Um, go to a small meetup. And rather than one of the big, large ones where you get 30 or 40 people, go to one where there's 10 or 12 or 15. Um, 
meet with your friends in spaces that um, will hold you um, and that will allow you to talk, to catch up. Because even though we've been able to talk on the phone and by the computer, we've missed a lot. And taking care of yourself means that you have to be able to pour from your cup to help those that you help. And as healers, a lot of us, we just walk in the room and it makes a difference. Well, if your light is dimmed because you have given everything and haven't done anything to fill it back up, you walk in the room and nobody notices. That's not good for you or them. Take the time to, if you need some solitude, do it. If you need to go and uh, go to a hot spring and get some really hot water on your body, do it. If you need to go to a park and just sit next to a tree, do it. And it doesn't have to be hours, five minutes, 10 minutes. Nothing has to be expensive and cost a lot of money. Do the things that make you go, (sighs) because we have filled our time with being at home and being under lockdown with all kinds of little bitty things um, that now we will probably put most aside, but now we have to fill that space. One of the things this pandemic taught us was that we were moving too fast, trying to get too much done when we only have 24 hours in a day. And part of that day we have to eat and we have to sleep. You really don't want to give up sleep because then your body's going to get you later. Um, No sleep, lower immune system. Yeah. So you need to sleep. And if you don't get enough at night, take a nap. 20 minutes. That's all you need. Set your alarm. We have lots of them. The phone, the watches. Do the things that make you go, Because that's one of the things we learned how to do because we had forgotten that. Taking the time to pay attention to you. Listen to your body. You know when you're not supposed to do something. Your stomach goes. It doesn't mean, no, don't do it. It means your angels are just letting you know. Well, do you really want to do that? Because you're going to need our help. And you don't ask. Pay attention to the messages you get from your body. We have relearned how to hear what's going on because we've had to spend so much time with just me. Don't drop that. Keep hold of it because it's important. It's going to keep you going through the rest of the change and the come down and the the calming that will happen during 2021. Kind of like the downhill slide. You know, I really, when we get ready to move into spring is something that I definitely am very aware of because the natural energies of the planet, you know, things started being in bloom. Everything is wonderful. Again, people are going to start reaching out. And one of the things I've seen is then that's when burnout happens or people get overwhelmed with so much energy coming in. And I know we're going to have quite a bit this time, especially as there are celebrations and joyful reunions and stuff like that as as people reintegrate into societal matrices, whatever those happen to be. 
Yes. And one of the things that I know I have been talking to my clients a lot about has been uh, breathing, not exercises, but just being aware of where your breath is. We've spent so much time in front of screens. I've noticed a lot of people have a lot of shallow breathing. And so I'd love for you to talk about how renewing it can be to set a timer for two minutes and just focus on breathing. So setting a timer for two minutes and focus on breathing. Absolutely. A wonderful idea. You um, focus on how deep your breath is into your nose and then focus on emptying all of your lung space all the way to your toes. And people think to my toes, well, my air only goes in my lungs. Trust me, if you picture it, it will be. Two minutes is a great target. But you're going to get people that say, I don't have two minutes. Then for those, I recommend four, seven, eight breathing. You breathe into a count of four. You hold it for a count of seven. And you breathe out for a count of eight. So the breath in. Hold it. And out. Thank you so much for that. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I I just wanted to say thank you for that little tip because one of the things about letting go of fear is we hold our breath as you were pretty sure we're about ready to say is that we hold, hold our fear in and we, you know, hold hold it real fast. And I've just noticed with zoom, we get so in a, almost a trance that with being on the thing uh, on the, online that I wanted to also remind people that it's not just fear, but sometimes we're holding energy or space for somebody online. And that's another time where we need to breathe. But anyway, back to you, what were you going to say before I so rudely interjected? <laughs> so the, um, <clears throat> you're right. It, fear and other emotions, because we learn to stuff when we're very young. And so when you do that, regardless of what caused it, we're stuffing. So the breathing helps get that, excuse me, get that out. Um, This four, seven, eight breathing, it was um, Dr. Andrew Weil, who uh, is the one that came up with that. And you do it three times. Um, It's great if you can do it with your eyes closed because you're focusing on your breathing. But I even use it when I'm driving um, because um, I, I, I had road rage. I don't know that I still have that because... Um, through this time thing, traffic has changed. But um, if you do it while you're driving, you don't want to close your eyes. (laughs) That's a bad thing. Just a little tip. (laughs) Just a little tip. But what this four, seven, eight breathing, and if you do that three times, what it does is it turns off your fight or flight. It turns off your stress response and your parasympathetic nervous system takes over. That's important because as we gear back up in this year, 2021, as we gear back up, a lot of us are going to be trying to hit the peak that we were at when all this happened. We don't need to go back there. We were still pretty productive, the majority of us. And if you weren't, that's okay too. You need to be able to breathe. Most of us were walking around under stress all the time. And the only time we stopped was when we got sick. That's not normal. What's normal is to stop and take a break, 
during the day, during the time you're doing something, when something stressful is happening, do the four, seven, eight breathing. It's going to let your mind think so that you can get out of whatever it is you're into that's causing you stress. And you can do it as many times a day as you need to. You can do it wherever you are. I I agree totally. One of the things that I've been hearing a lot, and I'm hopeful that the year 2021 will give us a lot of platforms where we'll be able to share this, is stress is something that we roll off the tongue very quickly. Oh, I'm under stress, or this is stressed, or what have you. And people accept it as, well, that's just the way life is. And I really spent a great deal of time over the last five years working to de-stress my life, to de-dramify it, if you will, to get the drama out and to stop with a lot of the, what is considered acceptable behaviors by certain members of my family, some of my community, that sort of thing. And I really just stepped out of that circle of, no, this is not normal. I'm really standing your ground in stress is not normal. The fact that we accept it as part of normal life means something is horribly askew. So I'd love any advice that you give your own clients uh, regarding how to de-stress and de-dramify your world. (laughs) Well, stress is typically connected to fear. Um, And it can be fear of not getting done, fear of not doing, fear of being late, fear of, okay, these, it's little things that all put together build up to stress to the point where you're sweating, you're breathing very shallow, um, you're blinking very fast or not blinking at all. It depends on the person. Um, what I have been recommending is the breathing because that's important because that's one of the first thing we stop doing when we get stressed is we don't breathe. The other thing is, Pay attention to what's causing you stress. And this is a practice that I've been doing for myself, especially in this last year. Now, I retired um, from regular work um, almost four years ago. Yay! (laughs) Um, When I'm driving and I need to be somewhere and I'm supposed to be somewhere, um, if I'm late, Um, I've always had this saying, well, late is late. It doesn't mean if it's one minute or five minutes or 30 minutes, late is late. So what you do is you make a phone call or you pull over and send a text and running late. Or before you get started, you make that phone call or send a text. So that while you're driving, the people that are being stupid in front of you, the traffic that isn't where it stopped, where it's supposed to be, as you start to get angry, as you start to get stressed, as you start to sweat, you're going to say, well, wait a minute. There's nobody at the other end that's going to beat me. It's not going to cost me any money because I'm late. This is okay. It doesn't matter when I get there. I will get there. Two, ask your angels for help. We have free will. That's what the creator gave us, free will. It means that If we don't ask for help, we don't get it. They just watch. 
And that can be very entertaining because we do some really weird stuff when we're under stress and we're not thinking, but they would rather help even with the little stuff. It doesn't have to be big life changing, um, you know, monumental decisions that we ask for. We can ask them, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? What am I going to wear tomorrow? How am I going to do that? You can ask for anything and they will come in and give you your answers. How do you know when you get your answers? When you know what it is you want to do, when you know what it is you want for dinner, when you know what it is you're going to say to somebody, you know you got your answer. Stress leads to other things. When your body is under stress all the time, it leads to physical illness. If you can reduce that, you can't get rid of all of it because after all, we are human. (laughs) But if you can reduce it by a third and then by half, that's a whole lot better than where you were operating at before all of this happened last year. Because most of us were moving too fast, running to do everything. And by the time we got home in the evening, if there was something we wanted to do to relax, we were too tired to do anything more than sit in a chair. We have spent more hours on the computer in front of a screen than any of us ever dreamed we would. So that means at least before you go to bed, an hour before, Don't be in front of the computer screen. Do something else. Play play some music. Play with the kids. Well, maybe they're in bed. Okay, play with their toys. Do something that is going to slow your breathing down so you can take deeper breaths, not speed it up. So watching a movie that's got chase scenes and murders and people turning into creatures and, you know, whatever your genre that you like, maybe that's not what you want to watch before you go to bed. For me, that's the time I write before I go to bed. That's when I write because writing, getting that stuff out of my head calms me down. Find what calms you down and do that. Have a cup of tea instead of a beer because alcohol doesn't, alcohol enhances whatever level of stress you're at. And so do most other drugs. So do the things that make your body feel good. Do the things that will calm you down and remember to breathe. I think a lot of people are state to me frequently, you know, it's my challenge is remembering and I understand, right. I, I get that. I, I get how I can be going, you know, in my head, a hundred miles an hour in there. And so this is why I highly recommend phones and setting alarms on your phone. And I even have alarms on my computer uh, where they'll strike a gong. And that, and all the whole purpose of that particular sound is just to remind me to breathe. So it's one of those things that when it hits, it start, it's funny because I would not, I am so focused on whatever I am doing. Didn't even realize 30 to 45 minutes had gone by. And I actually do monitor myself and see Wow. Yeah, I am shallow breathing again, because when I get super focused, I, I move into a state where I almost don't breathe at all. So thank you very much for helping us with that. This has been 
the Practical Mystics show. And I wanted to remind you that Brenda Hardwick is available online. She can do readings across the telephone as well as on Zoom. She has two wonderful meetup groups. One is the Angel Power Hour and the other is Angel and Other Guides. So how can somebody easily get a hold of you, Brenda, if they want to know more about your work? So you can get hold of me in a couple of ways. You can go to the meetups. Um, my meetup is called The Light of Nature. That is also the name of my website. So you can get to me either way. There is, um, uh, on the meetup, you can send me a message. On the um, webpage, you can send me an email or a message. Um, you can book appointments there, all of that. Um, my email address is your light brighter. That's Y-O-U-R-L-I-G-H-T-B-R-I-G-H-T-E-R at gmail.com. Um, and that is solely for people wanting to get hold of me. I don't use that email address for any other kind of business, just for those who want to get to me. Um, if you need to call, my number is 720-441-3762. Now, if you call me, I will warn you, if I'm in session or I can't answer, leave a message. I will call you back as soon as I get the opportunity. Um, That is my business line. And so I will get messages. I will get notified that you called. Um, It even sends me an email. So it's kind of makes sure that I know somebody called you. Um, The meetups, um, the Angels and Other Guides is always the second Friday of the month except for November and December this year because um, holidays and travels and what have you just seem to get into the way. And the other one is the Angel Power Hour. That is the fourth Monday of a month. And again, when we get to November and December, it depends on where the holidays fall as to whether those hold. I think most people are used to that, you know, toward the end of the year, people get very engaged and a lot of us have to kind of take a step back from our normal meetups. But anyhow, thank you so much, Brenda. We appreciate your authorship. We appreciate the mediumship and we also very much appreciate the healing that you offer so many in your community. Thank you. And this has been Janine Boland with the Practical Mystic Show. Remember, if you hear things, see things, and experience things that other people don't, this is the place for you. We have a shaman, a psychic, or a medium that can help you develop your gifts. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. This has been the Practical Mystic Show with Janine Boland. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the 8 Thanks for listening.